podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey gang, Nikki here with just a little voice note for you all. Um, we've decided to move the main podcast this week back to Thursday. As you can imagine, it's a sort of very, very busy week for both Mina and I with the Conference League on Wednesday and the Champions League final on Saturday. Um, as I said, recording this on Monday and just finished um, covering the media day that Inter host, which is sort of all press conferences and interviews f- with their players and coaches ahead of the Champions League final. So there's just a lot happening and we thought that it'd be more interesting and more fun to get together on Thursday when we can talk about the Conference League final between Fiorentina and West Ham. We can do a recap of that and we can preview then the Champions League final properly uh, between Inter and Manchester City. So that's the plan. Um, but I wanted to drop in with a quick voice note just to, to wrap up the final weekend of the Serie A season as well. Of course, that was, which was not without drama, the relegation battle in particular going not just down to the wire, but I suppose beyond the wire, because as you no doubt have seen by now, Spezia and Verona are headed for a one-off relegation playoff. We talked about this in the podcast before. There hasn't been one of these since 2005, uh, because Serie A has used head-to-head records the tiebreaker in recent years. But just last summer, there was a decision to reintroduce playoffs only in two circumstances, which is if teams were level in first place or if teams were level in places that would decide who got relegated. So any other position in the table, still head-to-head record. But for winning the title or for relegation, if two teams are tied, we now have a playoff. Now, that's a situation that doesn't come up that often, but as fate would have it, immediately has come from this first season. And by a circuitous route, even right here at the end of the season, of course, last weekend, Verona had been ahead against uh, Empoli as late as the 95th minute before conceding an own goal, without which they wouldn't have been level on level on points with Spezia to begin this final round. But that did happen. So they're level on points with Spezia to begin this round. Spezia are away at Roma, Verona are away at Milan. So two tough games, but Spezia got off to a fast start on Sunday. Nicolau with the header to put them in front. Zalewski got them got Roma level before half time with a sort of cross that crept in the back post because no one got a touch on it. Um, but even sort of around the same time that was happening, Olivier Giroud was putting Milan up against Verona. So Spezia had jumped out to a lead that would mean they could avoid relegation. And then when they got picked back, Verona also conceded, meaning that Spezia was still on course to avoid relegation. But in the second half, all sorts of twists again. First of all, Verona get back level through Marco Faroni. Actually, a really nice sort of, sort of sharply worked goal from a throw-in with uh, Darko Lazovic spinning quickly and, and serving him with a little chip across the area. But Faroni gets Verona level. So at that point, both Verona and Spezia draw, which means we're headed for a relegation playoff. But then Milan go in front again, Rafael Leao with a, a sort of run and finish. And then... He scores again, so Milan beat Verona 3-1. So now Verona are just there waiting and hoping that Spezia will lose as well. Now, Spezia get lucky, honestly, not to give away one penalty in the second half, but also very well uh, could have taken the lead in the second half of this game. There was one really, really brilliant chance for Zerkowski, who was laid in by Anzola. Anzola has really been the one reliable at- attacker for Spezia all season, but this time he was serving the assist and and perhaps it would have been better if it was the other way around because Zerkowski got the shot all wrong and missed the target. Then you have 
Roma deny the penalty, which they probably should have. Then you have uh, Paolo Dybala getting fouled in midfield and, and getting into this scuffle uh, with Amiens where he raised his hands to him. And I think given the sort of everything building up to it in terms of him being fouled, maybe it would have been harsh to send him off, but you certainly could get sent off for that. He, he raised his hands up to Amiens' face. And so all of this happens. Then in the 88th minute or so, Roma win another penalty. I say also because the penalty doesn't get taken until the 91st minute. It was quite dragged on, so I'm not sure exactly when the foul happened. But at the death, essentially, Roma do get given a penalty. This one, in my opinion, pretty soft. I would, I don't support it at all. I don't think it was it was a penalty. Stefano Shirawi sort of falling over while shoulder to shoulder with Amiens going into the box. Now, perhaps justice served in some way because uh, Svetia should have given away a penalty sooner, but this one for me wasn't a penalty. But the penalty is given. Amiens receives second yellow card. Dybala scores the penalty. And so once again, we are back at the situation where both teams are losing. So they're level on points. So they're headed for the relegation playoff. But even then, it drags on because um, the referee, Maleska, who just, I think just had a terrible game all around, to be honest, plays 14 minutes of injury time. So you've got everyone back in Verona and the ones who are at the stadium at San Siro watching their game, all just sort of anxiously waiting for the Svetsia game to end. But eventually it does. They lose. And so we are all set up for, after everything, a one-off playoff between Verona and Svetsia next weekend. It will be played at a neutral venue. I actually don't know if they've announced that yet. I'm going to look right now because uh, I've been buried in Champions League stuff. Don't think it's been announced at my time of recording. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's been said announced yet. If I if it is, I'm sorry, I've missed it. Like I said, I've been buried in intermediate stuff today. But it will be at a neutral venue, and it will be a one-off game played in 90 minutes. If it's a draw to 90 minutes, it goes to penalties. So, as a spectacle, as a piece of entertainment, I find it very exciting. I'm certain it feels less so to the teams involved. And uh, I had some sympathy for Leonardo Semplici, the Spezia manager, who said, well, you know, in previous seasons, we would be safe right now because we have the better head to record. They had four points from the two games against Verona. But, you know, you have to respect everything that Verona have uh, achieved as well when you think that they were... Verona were bottom of the table with five points when the World Cup happened, five points from 15 games. Marco Zaffaroni came in during uh, the winter and has, has turned them around incredibly. So to build up this crescendo of, of a playoff game as a piece of theatre and a piece of drama, it's, it's brilliant. And I think most neutral fans love it. And personally, I, I think that if uh, football leagues are invested in doing the things that they think fans want and that bring eyeballs and excitement, then I think uh, this is a move that other leagues could, could consider. Because again, I think I think people enjoy playoffs. And I think people enjoy playouts unless they, unless they're involved in them. I certainly do. So that's one more thing to look forward to on Sunday. Uh, otherwise, it was sort of a, a big weekend for farewells. It felt like we had Fabio Quagliarella playing for Sampdoria and and giving an emotional goodbye to to Napoli sports. Of course, we had Ibrahimovic for Milan officially declaring his retirement. Uh, I, I really enjoyed his little back and forth with the Verona fans when uh, they started trying to whistle him and he turned around and go, go on, turned around and said, go, go on, whistle. Uh, this is the best moment of your year seeing me. And I just thought that's such a perfectly Ebra note to go out on, puffing his chest out and, and mocking an opponent. Well, justifiable might not be right, but it felt sort of justifiable given that Verona had just lost. And I suppose what do you lot have to crow about being the, the message there? 
Roma's win, of course, also secured Europa League football for them. That kept them one point ahead of Juventus, who did also win their game away to Udinese. So that Paolo Dybala goal, the penalty in injury time, was actually really important for them. She just said that before, but Roma did need the win to get into the top top six. And it appears that Jose Mourinho might be staying after all. He was doing this gesture as he walked off the pitch where he was looking at the fans and pointing at the floor. And that's widely been interpreted as, yes, he's going to stay. I do think that if they hadn't qualified for the Europa League, that would have been much less probable. Although I do wonder his antics at the Europa League final, the the sort of really disgraceful stuff with Anthony Taylor going on after the game and and all of the sort of stuff that went on during the game as well with himself and several members of his sideline staff were getting booked. I do wonder if that's put off a team like Paris Saint-Germain, who by reports in France are no longer interested and who I think clearly were his number one desire heading into all this. But Lazio won as well. They finished second, a huge achievement for them. Um, we've sort of sometimes been critical of, of some of their performances and and questioned the decision by Venezia Sadi to to effectively throw away the European competitions, but you can't argue with the result. Second in Serie A is, is a huge achievement for them and, and deserves to be celebrated. Inter winning as well away to Torino, so their third nice preparations for the Champions League final, which we'll have lots of time to talk about. Atalanta as well, getting their place in Europe sewn up with a, a, a fun 5-2 win at home to Monza. Monza, of course, been very impressive recently. Goals for Coop Miners and the Hoyland, really sort of entertaining, classic Atalanta stuff. And if it should turn out to be the end of Piero Gasparini, a nice note to sign off on. Uh, we don't have that confirmed right now. He said at the end of the game that basically, I need to talk to the owners, I need to talk to my bosses, and we need to clarify what the objectives are, which is Something we've talked about again on the show a few times, the Gasparini sort of publicly at least has put out this message of, look, uh, if you want me to compete for Champions League places, and if that is the ambition of the club, then there has to be more spending than this. If you don't want that, then that's also okay. We don't have to make that our ambition. But if that is the ambition that you want, you need to step up to it, essentially. So, uh Interesting to see how, how that plays out, but certainly a, a nice end to the season for Atlanta. And as I say, fifth on the table for them. There's more that's gone on. I, I just, I don't have uh, sort of the, the, the time and the, the focus, I'm afraid, right now to do a full comprehensive run through everything, everything that happened this weekend. As I say, the Champions League and the Europa Conference League are really giving us a lot to keep across at the second. And it's been a really busy day so far already. Um, but we will be back on Thursday, Mina and I, to talk about both finals. Probably should have said this at the top, but just a reminder as well, if you are hearing this, because I believe this is being put out as a free episode by producer Simon, if you're listening to this and you're enjoying the content and you want to hear the full episode of that Europa Conference League final review and the Champions League final recap with Mina and I, you can get a free trial to our Patreon membership. You can become a Chronicles Tifosa on the website, seriachronicles.com or patreon.com forward slash seriachronicles. And you can get a free trial right now, 14 days, if you'd like to give us a try with all of this excitement going on. But for now, that's it for me. All right, guys, see you later. Sports Social. 
Social Podcast Network.